welcome back to another episode. We made it to number 10. Food hooks and other things, people. How are we doing, guys? Doing good. I love it, Ellen. Big week for you. Big week. Did you turn in that paper? You know it. Okay, Jerry, how are we doing, my Braj? Doing great, man. (laughs) Yeah? My Braj? (laughs) Trying something. (laughs) Cool. Shout to Nick Worrell. Slapping the bass. (laughs) Did you guys have a good weekend? Good week? Oh my gosh, I had a stellar weekend. Okay. I went to my nephew's first birthday party. Moshe. Am I allowed to give his name on the pod? <laughs> his name's Colton, actually. This oh, is the other different. side of the family. <laughs> you have a huge family. Shout out to my other nephew, Moshe, though. What's up, my dude? Cool. Um, so I went to that, yeah, and then I just hung out with my dad this weekend. You know, it's just pretty chill, pretty good. Dude, that's awesome. It's that's all the awesome. Avengers. Oh, good, bad? They, they all die. Thanos wins. Sorry if I ruined it for anybody. <laughs> funny okay anyways ellen how was your week had a good week some closed out some final things you're like done with school right yeah i'm like done with school unbelievable thank goodness very cool can you guys believe we made it to episode 10 so rad we're here we're we're doing it you know what i can't believe no that you got question three wrong You guys, every week on HQ before trivia we record, we play <laughs> HQ Trivia together. Taylor, who was the president <laughs> during the Civil War? Was it Abraham Lincoln or was it Andrew Jackson? I forget. <laughs> you tell me, bud. <laughs> okay, you guys. Major, major dummy moment for me. I think here's what happens. I'm just under so much pressure when we're all doing it together that we've made an agreement. If somebody knows the answer, we just share it. Unless it's like a really stupid one. <laughs> but this was a really stupid one and I clicked it anyway because I was under pressure. Why? Well, Jared faithfully <laughs> brought another meat tray for us, which smells, I mean, exactly like it sounds. It's its absolutely <laughs> atrocious. So thank you so much for blessing us with that. Cool. Anytime, guys. Think Costco. The real superheroes out there. <laughs> the real MVP. <laughs> All right, you guys, I have some exciting news to share with you. We had a record number of listeners this past week, like an insane amount. We had 87 people listen what? for one episode. Is that crazy? This is usually like our total one through nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this is crazy. people listened, which tells me they have to be sharing it with their friends. Hi, who are you? Hit Hi. us up. Come Hi. on. Comment Follow us. us. Talk to us. Engage. <laughs> You got, I just want to take a minute and say thanks to the fans. That's so cool. Please, for the love, continue to tell your people, friends, family, dogs, cats, whatever. If I wasn't mistaken, I thought Ellen had created a poem for our fans. Ellen, is that true? Would you mind sharing that with us? That is 100% false. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Must be a mistake. I'm sorry about that. Must be the meat sweats. Yeah, poetry is not my forte. Um, quick shout out to our brother, Brett Val, who is a fan of the show. Ooh. He... Um, Ellen, you were a part of their the Spiritual Life CBU. They did a thank you donut and coffee scenario. Were you? Did you hear about this? I heard about it, but I didn't serve at chapel as a student worker. So yeah. Long story short, <laughs> neither did Jared and I. <laughs> but we still were blessed with um, the thanks of the Krispy Kreme donuts. So I just want to say a quick thanks to Brett. He let us try the new lemon glaze Krispy Kreme. Have you heard about this, Ellen? I have not heard about this, but Brett sounds like the real MVP. He really is the real MVP. And personally, I think it's a four chomper. It was a really good donut. Yeah, it was great. 
I'm a huge fan of lemon meringue pie in general, like totally. just lemon flavor, lemon bars. So this donut lemon was, Starburst is my favorite Starburst. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I personally like orange and red, but yeah, um, but yeah, this donut was great, dude. I know, so cool, and it like wasn't like. Brett, thank you. They were not fresh, but like they were still great, you know? Like I can just imagine. <laughs> this is weird. I can just imagine it being so much better, though, like right when the glaze gets yeah. put on, like 10 seconds afterwards. Totally. But it was I, still great. That's what I'm trying to say, Brett. I'm I, sorry. Yeah. That sounded weird. We're grateful, Brett. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Dude, but you. personally, I love nuking my Krispy Kreme donuts. Eight to 10 seconds, personally. I do it every time. You probably see, saw me do it at late night breakfast. To me, that's kind of weird. Like, doesn't it cook it more to make it, like, harder and more stale? No, 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 or... no, no. The exact opposite. It's Interesting. much it softens softer. it. Yeah. I'll let you try it next time I have some. Does it burn your fingers with the glaze, though? No, no, no. You, just, you, only, you can only do it for eight to ten no, seconds. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have another crazy story. I'm not story. Brody. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have another crazy story. So my wife, who has listened to half of one episode... <laughs> Not faithful at all Lauren, in the podcast thank you. department. Thank you. <laughs> We're, a buddy was over, and he was talking about like how Slim Jims are so disgusting, but some people love them. <laughs> and Lauren was like, why are you guys talking about Slim Jims? I was like, first of all, you should know why we're talking about Slim Jims. <laughs> Second... Um, we talked about it on the podcast. She's like, oh my gosh, I used to eat those every day before school. <laughs> and she was telling me... Yeah, like oh, no. she would drive to school, get like a an energy drink and some Slim Jims. And yeah, I know, super weird, but she's the best. So I totally support her. She told me there was a knockoff brand that she would get. You guys, you're going to love this. It was a meat and cheese option. And guess what they were called? Just take a wild guess. Fat Jims. Fat Jims. No. <laughs> Poop. <laughs> You guys, they were called chomps. I'm not kidding. Wait, what? I know. Are they're not? called chomps. So I'm thinking like a future episode, we try chomps out. So I can't say I'm usually on board with non-refrigerated cheese, just to throw that out there. I remember you saying that, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll chomp the cheese out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that, that was this week. I got to watch a lot of basketball. As I mentioned on the pod, I, I went on vacation with my wife to Pasadena. I want to take a minute and thank everyone for all your suggestions. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> no one emailed us. Okay, so, guys, <laughs> we need your help. We just need you to email us more. Food Talk to us. At gmail.com. But it was a great time. I got to eat pizza. I got to eat some, you know, treats. It was the best. We had an awesome time. What was the best place? Like, best food? Where'd you, okay, guys, where'd so you guys go? Fan of the show. I think she's a fan of the show. Our friend Greta, she told me about this place called The Luggage Room. It's a pizza joint. Dude, it was so, so good. We had a uh, bacon wrap dates as an appetizer, which, oh my gosh, they were so delicious. Yum, Jared. Yum, Jared. <laughs> you would love that, man. I'm serious. I'm just kind of surprised that Greta recommended something that was actually kind of good. Usually her suggestions are like really bad. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to that later. Anyways. um, But it was really funny because this was like a pretty hipster restaurant, you know, and the waiter sat us and Lauren was sitting on the opposite side of the table and noticed there was a TV and she was like, we can switch so you can watch the basketball game. The basketball game wasn't even on. So she was, I was like, no, don't worry about it. She's like, no, let's just switch. Like, whatever so i assessed the whole entire restaurant and thought to myself like 
are people actually watching the TV right now? Because the draft was on, and this is like fourth or fifth round. No one knows any of these players. And I realized immediately, like, I think I could, I think I have the power right now to change the channel. And by Scott, <laughs> I got to change the channel of the TV in this hipster joint. It was incredible. So I was spending a lovely evening with my wife with my eyes glued to the TV. So it was really, really great. Dude, speaking of changing the channel, I've heard that people, you know, how you can like download those apps that like connect to a TV and you sure, can control yeah, the TV. Sure. I've heard people have started doing this at like the Buffalo no way. <laughs> where they connect to the TV and then they can like change the volume and like change the, sc- the channel and all that stuff whenever they want. And they're like freaking out. No Dude, one knows how to control this. That's Because awesome. these apps just let you take over any screen you connect to. We got to try that sometime. No, but this is like a huge <laughs> problem some restaurants are facing. But <laughs> yeah, but it was a really great weekend. It was the first time we had left uh, our son at home. Um, the dog, Abby, watched By him. Himself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. In-laws came to town. Shouts, Jolie. Thank you so much. Um, but it was really great. All right. Should we, should we get into it, you guys? We're going to talk food. Let's do it. So originally, we were going to talk about, what are they even called? Remind me. Pupusas. Yeah, we were going to talk about pupusas, which quesadilla or something, right? Yeah, stuffed tortilla. Stuffed tortilla. There's a place in Riverside. Unfortunately, we did not make it this week, but please recognize we're going to check it out later in our program. So I thought we need we need a solution here. We need something something better. So I, I thought about I'm really into foods that like pair well together, specifically like you know, pizza and uh, root beer or like sushi and soy sauce <laughs> or okay. I've never had pizza and Taco Bell and hot sauce, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just like wings me. and celery. Wings and celery. That's a much better example than the ones I, I gave. So I figured we should try that. And I mentioned this earlier to my friends, Jared and Ellen. So here's what happened. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us what happened. Doritos partnered with Mountain Dew to make the most epic pairing any obese American would ever create. Any gas station road trip stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Chips and a Mountain Dew. Is there a better pairing? I mean, you might as well call it Bert and Ernie, PB&J, Kobe and Shaq. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kobe, Shaq. So we're going to try these. Um, Ellen, what, what, do we, what kind of flavors do we have here? So it looks like we've got a very special Mountain Dew black label. Yeah, I went. I I wanted to do something nice for you guys. I went with the Mountain Dew black label. Yeah. I think it's cherry flavored, if I'm not mistaken. It is crafted dark berry, the deeper and darker <laughs> dew. <laughs> dark berry. And then we've got the Blaze flavored Doritos. <laughs> yeah, so I I went with the Blaze because frankly I've never tried them. And I noticed they have smoke coming off of the bag. They're smoking, yeah. Really good optical illusion there. So I'm thinking what we're going to do is we're going to each take a chip, eat the chip, then take a sip of the Mountain Mountain Dew, you know? Very much like a communion type of thing. (laughs) So I'll say the message. So, Jared, why don't you open the can there? Oh, really, really captured it. Oh my gosh! It looks. <laughs> uh, it is a bright magenta one, my. Yeah, say. it looks like human blood. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna need like less than that. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, we're doing this because we're looking out for you guys. If you guys are like just hunkering down for a snack, I know it's finals time right now, CBU students. If you got the late night urges, 
This might help. Jared, what are you smelling right now, brother? Those are the Doritos. It's got to be better than that meat tray. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck was that? Good Lord. I just got off guard by that comment. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just trying to move it around. It's like so. Sure, yeah. In the room. Give it some oxygen. Yeah, let it aerate. supposed to let them sit open for a few minutes really <laughs> a few days <laughs> <laughs> they're just as good they don't go stale all right let's get after it yeah. alan you're gonna kick it off for us it looks like you can smell the heat oh really so these are gonna be hot yeah. where are you guys at with hot chips do you like them i like hot okay cool i do too okay for a dorito they're like pretty good mm-hmm. like they're hot like they're definitely a hotter chip and as i'm it's continuing to be in my mouth. Ooh, thank you, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, they're getting hot as they sit longer. I'm going to take another one. So far, I really like them, actually. These are really good. I've had, like, four. Okay, well, you can't just put one chip in your mouth. All you people out there are crazy. you got to put, like, two or three, right? Well, here's what here's what I like about them. They're not, there's not, like, a distinct flavor of any type. They're just, like, they're kind of their own unique blaze flavor, if you will. They're not... There's no, like, nacho cheese. There's no, like, cool ranch. It's, like, its own thing. I actually really like these. It almost tastes like the original, like, Doritos, but, like, with, like, a jalapeno element, almost. Yeah, I can't... I don't... I can't put my finger on it. You're right. the spice. You're right. But it's it's really... It's pretty good, actually. All right, Jared has consumed the fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Full gurgle. All right, give us a review of the Mountain Dew. Not impressive. I don't feel like there's much there. And maybe it's because the heat is taking away. You guys getting the same thing? It tastes like a melted Slurpee. I was literally just going to say the same thing. It tastes like a melted Slurpee. But not like a melted cherry Slurpee. It tastes like when you mix a bunch the together. The red and the blue. Yeah. yeah. And then it just sits. It Yeah. The, the Mountain Dew's okay. Like I actually do think it works well with a Dorito, surprisingly. Like, I feel like I'm at 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's, I guess that's right. I mean, now that you're saying that, I can, like, picture that taste. When you've got, like, a Slurpee that's sat in your car for, like, two hours and you've been <laughs> in the store. And then, like, you come back and you see it and you're like, I, I probably shouldn't, but I will. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's here. Yeah, it's, it's here. I'm not going to throw this away. This was 79 cents. Okay, yeah. we're we're all still eating the chips. I'm I'm very pleased with the chips, actually. Yeah. I would buy these chips. Yeah, I would buy these. I would buy these over original nacho cheese. Dude, you guys, I got this queso dip yesterday. Lauren, my wife, sent me to the store for three items. Black beans, green chilies, enchilada sauce. If you're wondering, we're having enchiladas tonight. Yum. (laughs) I was stopped. The corner of my eye, I saw the phrase ghost pepper nacho cheese sauce. I picked it up, took it in my hand. I saw a 450 price tag. I was like, that's a little steep. Next thing I know, I'm home. I'm chomping down on it. I couldn't resist. Like, anytime I see the phrase ghost pepper, I'm going to stop myself. Because I love the absolute hottest option. And I love nacho cheese. It's so incredibly spicy, but so delicious. It was awesome. I love these chips. Yeah, I love the chips. I don't hate the soda, but I will never in a million years buy it. No. All right, so we're going to do three categories. I think I'd get a code red over this original, or over this soda. Okay, what about Baja Blast? Oh, hands down. I like Baja But nothing beats the OG Green Mountain Dew. Oh, I think Baja Blast for sure does. No way. All right, so we're going to do three categories. We're going to do the Doritos, 
We're going to do the Mountain Dew. And then we're going to do a pairing. How do they work together? Okay. All right. So who would like to start this train? I'll go first. Please do. The chips, a nice crunch, great taste, great flavor. Lots of that seasoning, like hot seasoning on it. Met my expectation and exceeded it, I'd say, because I wasn't too pumped on it originally. So uh, I'd give it a four out of five. All right. It says blaze. I was expecting it to be a little bit hotter. So that's why I'm shorting it a little bit. Okay, that's fair. I think these are pretty hot. (laughs) 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 Um, Mountain Dew. Dark Secret. What's this one called? (laughs) Black Label. Dark Secret. Dark Secret Mountain Dew. (laughs) Cherry, dark cherry, dark berry. Yeah. It's awful. I, I wouldn't get this again. It's just yeah, that's let's let's clarify. Great great job, Elid. <laughs> so it's not my preference. I'm not a huge fan of that seven eleven old slurpy taste. They really captured that well. They really did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I, don't, I would never get I'd get code red, Baja Blast, or just the original over this every time. I would never have a inkling to ever like want this. Like even five years from now, I'm like, oh my gosh, remember that one time we had that? Yeah, I would never get this. <laughs> okay. Uh so that's like fair. one out of five. Okay. And the pairing itself, since the Mountain Dew was a letdown, I can't go higher than like a two out of five. Okay. So you don't think they work well together? I don't think so. No. Okay. It's because the fair. flavor of the Mountain Dew is just kind of meh. That's fair. All and right, the Ellen, heat takes too much away from it. So I'm a big Doritos fan. Oh, I didn't know that. Like I went through a phase in when I was in Scotland, you couldn't get good Mexican food or good salsa. So I settled on Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay. That Probably makes sense. Ate more than I'm willing to share. <laughs> So I think I'm one with the Doritos um, in this stage of life. So I love these. I love the heat. I'd buy these again for sure. I'm impartial because I'm a diet soda drinker. Okay, I actually so am too. I probably wouldn't buy it. But for someone who likes Mountain Dew varieties, I would say they might be pleased. Yeah. Someone who's like interested in trying the like new Like it flavors. fits the canon well. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, the pairing, I think it's kind of fun i wish i was more informed on there yeah that was there. my fault i should have no no not you i just meant i'm sad i didn't hear about the hype when it happened yeah i get that but i think it could go if you loved a sweet soda because the sweet does kind of balance the spicy i agree yeah i would say chip four out of five pairing three out of five soda alone two out of five but that may not be applicable to everyone okay that was Hopefully a really that's fair. strong review thank you ellen okay I don't have the same history as you with the Doritos, but I've always enjoyed them. Like, I'm a fan of the spicy nacho option. That one's good. Um, but I'm going to come out and just go guns blazing right now. Blazing. Wink. These are the best Doritos I've ever had in my life, hands down. I love spicy food. It's nice to have, like, a actual spicy Dorito option. I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5 chomps. This Dorito was so good. I honestly was expecting it to be like sometimes Doritos does like a like hit with hit it with lime or something, so it's like kind of tangy. This is so true to the phrase "blaze." I I think this is like really really good. So five out of five. The Mountain Dew is not good. I'm gonna give it two out of five. It just tastes funny. Like, but but you're right. It does fit like the. Uh, the flavor options of the Mountain Dew. 
And then the pairing I actually like quite a bit. I think that was like a 3.5. Like, again, probably not going to grab a Mountain Dew ever again. But if I'm like, okay, what would work well at a party together? I think this could work. So that's my review. You guys, try these chips. They are so delicious. My favorite dudes of all time are Salsa Verde. Those are good, the green ones. Those are my favorite, yeah. Those are really good, yeah. I think what's special about these is sometimes Doritos exchanges, I think, just flavor for spice. But this is a true heat. Like, it, it doesn't say spicy in the name. It says blaze. But, you know, it's not just, like, salsa or, like, yeah. it's an actual heat, not just spice. Blaze that is the sense. flavor. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. All right, when we talk, come back, we're going to talk about hoops. Later in the episode, we're going to talk about a little movie. So, shh, be quiet. (laughs) Welcome back to Food Hoops and Things, Hoops Edition. (laughs) That was beautiful, man. Got to do that more. All right. Guys, we've all been watching playoffs. We know what's happening. Dude, I watched so much basketball this weekend. Oh, yeah. I went to a concert this weekend, got to watch JT. It was incredible. sweet. I know. It was so good. If you ever get a chance, he was incredible. Did he come out of the woods? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did he wear his deer shirt again? Dude, there was a whole section of the concert that was called Campfire. And there was like a literal campfire on a part of the stage. Cool. But basketball, anyways. <laughs> oh, but before the concert, I was oh, literally... Oh, wait, so back to the concert. <laughs> I was watching the entire Warriors game on my oh, phone yeah. during the opening act, and people were like, oh, can I see that? <laughs> it was awesome. Speaking of the basketball series, though. Yeah. The Pelicans did not look the same against the Warriors. They didn't. And I don't know if that's because they got too much rest or, like, the Warriors are finally, like, gelling, which I think is a large part of it. Yeah. It just like, didn't Draymond seem... Green looked unbelievable. Yeah, he had a triple-double. It just didn't seem like the Pelicans had... Yeah, like, they didn't have, like, the sh- same momentum. Yeah, the Shazam, whatever you want to call I'll it. I'll take Shazam. <laughs> yeah, the mojo <laughs> against uh, yeah. the Warriors like they did against the Blazers. Yeah, it was really True Holiday didn't show up. I know. And it's like... I get so hyped about these teams when they're doing well, especially an underdog like the Pelicans, that yeah. it's always such a letdown when you realize, like, oh, yeah, they're actually not that good. Yeah. And I think the same thing with the Jazz. Like, they looked horrible yesterday. Ellen, what did you watch this week? So I watched the whole Warriors-Pelicans game. And yeah. then I watched probably, like, two quarters of three other games. Yeah. So I was dabbling in it, if you will. Sure. Did you guys catch the thunder utah game at all <laughs> the final one yeah yeah at a restaurant so you know as much as you could watch yeah that's that's what i watched it too um that was rough man like that i just like the more i think about it the more i'm like i really don't think westbrook will ever win a championship if he keeps playing like this like he's great he gets all the stats but he's not a good team player so, I don't I, know, Jerry, what do you think? I don't want to give in to that, but, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking it. As you may know, I picked the Thunder to win this year's <laughs> finals. <laughs> Obviously, that didn't happen. Picked, right? <laughs> yeah, I picked the Thunder's Cavs, which they barely squeaked in this week, thanks to your boy LeBron. But he's going to be tired. They're probably going to maybe yeah, beat the Raptors. Yeah, let's talk about LeBron for a minute. So He's great. 
I, I wrote down his numbers from this series, which are record-breaking. Like, they're truly record-breaking numbers. He had 241 points in seven games, 54 rebounds, and 71 assists. That's, like, the most... That's crazy. I think it, it like one of those stats is the most. If not, they're all in the top five. That's really crazy. Do you want to know the other closest player to reach the number of points he had? Yeah. Who do you think it was? Kobe? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> on, on the Cavs. Oh. Kevin Love with the closest. Take a guess how many points he had. 100. Ellen, you're dead on. Did you do some research? <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when I watch. Dude, I love that. I know stuff. You don't have a final to write. Yeah, so, um, yeah, closest with 80 points. It's oh, like, it was exactly 80. It was exactly 80 points. So Kevin Love in seven game had 80 points, meaning LeBron had, like, quadruple that number. Like, that's bonkers crazy. So, yeah, and, I mean, LeBron James openly said right after, he's like, I want to go home. I'm tired. Yeah. This is round one. You cannot be, like, you. he's working harder than anyone. He played... 43 minutes in this last game he told everyone he's like i'm gonna play every single minute when he came out for those five minutes indiana went on like a 15-0 run like they came back and got it within three i think so i don't know it's it's really scary like (laughs) you cannot sustain this like this is not okay so i feel bad for the guy but at the same time ellen what's up no i think at the like I feel like the Cavs have to be panicking the same way that we're feeling in this moment. Like, he has done unhuman maintenance of their wins, and now how he can't do that forever. My dad and I keep joking, like, oh, did you hear LeBron won tonight? Like, did you hear yeah. LeBron lost tonight? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, the Cavs, it's, it's LeBron versus the other team. Yeah, it totally it's, is. It's crazy. So, I don't know what that's going to look like. What's up, Jerry? He's really great. He is really good. I think his team will step up. They're going to beat the Raptors, and then it's going to be. Do you really think they'll beat the Raptors? I think so. Look at their regular season against them. Like they killed them the last time they played them. Okay, Ellen, you have a conflicting view. It sounds like I think at the and I don't know if it's if we can use the regular season as a a guide right now because LeBron is going. He's going to. He can't sustain this. Yeah, he can't. I agree. It's different. I yeah, I think Indiana I is very like is very close skill wise to the Raptors. I think Oladipo and DeRozan are like same skill. I think Oladipo's a little bit better, but what? Then DeRozan? No way. Oh, I think so. I would pick DeRozan over Oladipo hands down. <laughs> okay, cool. Um so I don't know. I I could see that going to 7 as well, which again is just going to put more miles on LeBron James and make it even harder. And then he'll lose to the 76ers in 4. So it's rough, man. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> All right. So the Celtics made it to the next round. Uh, you predicted so that incorrectly mad, yeah. again. <laughs> but did I did say it was going to go 7 games? You did. So that's true. Great great point Giannis, there. He's great. Yeah, I think Giannis is going to be really good. I think he's going to continue to get greater and greater. We've yep. talked about that Agreed. a lot on this pod. Um, one thing I wanted to say, did you guys hear what Victor Oladipo said like the second they lost and he was in his press conference? No. He Someone was like, or he called his trainer and was like, hey, when can we get in the gym next? And the trainer was like, dude, just take a minute, like take some rest. He's like, I can't rest. Like this is my life. Like this is all I care about. This I just need to work. When can we get in the gym? It's just like you can already see how much he's improved this last year. Like he's only going to get better. So that was really cool. Makes me really like the guy and respect the guy. 
I don't know. What do you think? mentality and mindset there. It does. So maybe you're coming around to it. Interesting. Maybe he'll get <laughs> traded to the Lakers. I would love that, dude. Um, cool. The Warriors are great. Yeah, the Warriors look really good. Rockets kill. Where are you at, dude? The Jazz. Do you think they could win? Uh, dude, like, the Rockets looked really good last night. They did, but yeah, they looked really good. I still, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I still think like it's for sure the one of the West teams whoever makes it in the West is going to win the finals. Oh yeah, no doubt in my not, mind. Not no one in the East is going to trump anybody. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't want to see the Warriors even make it to the finals. I just hate it. And I won't root for them if they do. Okay. I'll root for any other team but the Warriors if they make it to the final. <laughs> okay. Like, I'd but rather see the Sixers win than the Warriors. If it's a Sixers-Warriors finals, I'm going to cry. You will <laughs> not cry. You're so dramatic. <laughs> I won't cry. That's right. But I'll just be, like, not even thrilled to watch it. You're going to watch it, though. I probably will It's going to be great. It's going to be so won't. entertaining. That aside... <laughs> Who do you think will win the finals? Honestly, I have no clue. Okay, probably the Rockets. I'll just say them. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I mean, they looked incredible. To watch a lot of their games against the Wolves, I only saw a few. Yeah, they all suck. There was one good game. They, it's yeah, so but boring then you see watching this Rockets team. Like, but then you see so last boring. night when Harden just goes off for forty-one and makes it look like a cakewalk. Yeah, like, he didn't even try. They're Chris the Paul like to watch. gets to that little mid-range jumper off the key, and like that's a for sure make every single time. Yeah. When they're three-point shooters, and then like Capella Tucker literally and sits underneath the hoop. Yeah, when all those guys are making those buckets, and then Capella just has the easy dimes for Harden when it looks like a shot, but it's really a pass so right at the rim. Like, how are you supposed to stop that? Yeah, I agree. It's impossible, and I don't think the Warriors can do it. Yeah, unless I think Steph can, comes back sure, really strong this next game. He's supposed to play it. He's supposed tomorrow? to play tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll we see. will see. But if Draymond keeps playing the way he's playing, <laughs> they're liar. screwed. That guy's unbelievable. When he's on, you can't he you can't get past him. Oh yeah, when he kicks someone in the nuts for sure. Yeah, that's always great. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay. He's the only one that does that, right? Yeah, this his is teammate my final Pachulia question. does that actually. <laughs> so I hate the Warriors. Um, this was posed on a podcast, another podcast I listened to. Um, listen to other podcasts besides Food Hoops and other things. Oh yeah, I got to do some field <laughs> research. The question was posed, and I wanted to throw it to you guys. Is Ben Simmons the next LeBron James? <laughs> what do you guys think? Can I just like not even answer this question because it's just so sure, outrageous? Sure, man. That, that would be fun for <laughs> everyone listening. <laughs> How? No. Okay. He's had one season. Look, it's a simple question. No, I don't know. I'm just I'm asking. Like, is the evidence we have so far? He's definitely a top ten player in the league. No. Could he be? He's not the a top ten LeBron? player in the league. He one hundred percent is. How is he not? Name ten players. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's gonna be great. LeBron. Okay. Durant. Giannis. Kawhi. Paul George. Embiid. Westbrook. Harden. That's that's <laughs> that's nine. <laughs> You're missing a major one. Um. Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. <laughs> Demarcus Cousins. No, I think he's better than DeMarcus Cousins. I would take him over DeMarcus what? Cousins in an instant. Are you kidding me? He's a liability like no one's business. Paul George. Paul George? You already said Paul George. Donovan Mitchell. Really, Jared? I would take Donovan Mitchell over. <laughs> You're so full of garbage. I don't know why Kyrie, I would do this. John Wall, Bradley Beal. I can keep going on and on. All right, you might Lonzo have Ball, Kyle Kyrie. Kuzma. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> Those guys are all better in my mind than Ingram. Let's, let's, let's push it yeah, out to a top 15 player. 
You can't deny that. Gordon Hayward, Rudy Gobert. You okay? I would still take Ben Simmons over all those guys. Really? Hundred percent. Yeah, think I would. He's. I think he's the only Aldr- thing. Lamarcus Aldridge, Victor Oladipo. The only thing you're knocking him on is his shot, which, granted, he needs it's to awful. figure that out. Yeah, it's, it's really awful. bad. But I don't think that's like his shot is keeping him from being great. Like I think it could. He he contributes to the team so much that like I don't think he needs to worry about his shot as much as people are saying. You really think he's going to be a LeBron like player talent like greatest ever potentially? Well, I didn't say that. I'm just posing the question. I think it's in the conversation. As far as this young talent, I think he's probably the closest to be the n- next LeBron type player. I think it's still too early. Because everyone you mentioned... They play completely different positions. Everyone is you a point mentioned, guard. LeBron's a small forward. They've already hit their peak, with the exception, I think, of Anthony Davis and Giannis. But all those other guys, like we've pretty much seen the best that they can produce. We haven't seen that yet with Ben Simmons. I don't think we've seen the best with Giannis, Anthony Davis. I think they yeah, those draft. are the two players I think that we still haven't seen their full potential yet. Here's the thing. They play two different positions. I think there's a strong testament of why... Simmons is getting more assists and whatnot is because he's controlling the ball the whole time. LeBron plays yeah, off ball. When he played LeBron. with Kyrie, when he played with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, he was not controlling the ball all the time. He was off ball. He was demanding it, posting up on people, taking shots. And then granted, when the game came down to the line, he had the ball in his hand. But sure, with Simmons but like controlling the game the whole time, he's able to get those assists. I don't think he would be as impactful as a player if he wasn't a point guard and if they played him as a small forward, as LeBron is as a small forward. Okay, But I think fair. LeBron would be... Better if he played point guard control the floor. At the same time, like if we're looking at a ranking of players, like LeBron is usually at the top. Yeah, he's always in the top positions. Always in the top three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just saying, like what the the one year we've seen of Ben Simmons, in my opinion, I think we've seen enough to say like this guy's only going to get better. So I don't I don't think we've seen enough. All right, that's fair. Cool. I love arguing with you, Jared. You're a good brother and friend. All right. When we come back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, the movie A Quiet Place. Okay, guys, welcome back to the program. A few weeks ago, Jared was very fired up about the movie A Quiet Place, which I had not seen. I think Ellen had seen it at this point. Basically, he said. You have to see this movie so we can talk about it. I am warning everyone right now. This is a spoiler-filled segment of the show. If you have not seen A Quiet Place, stop the recording now because you need to go see it before listening to this. Unless you don't care. Whatever. (laughs) So that was your warning. And let's begin. (laughs) All right. So tell us about A Quiet Place. What is it? So it takes place in the future, 2020, I believe. So not that far in the future, but just a, Yikes. a little bit. Um, and it's basically some disaster has hit the earth in some capacity. They don't really go into it. They don't. Um, so the earth is now like desolate and humans are now trying to survive in this desolate earth with these monster figures. Yeah, scary monster, loud creatures. That I think are very reminiscent of the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah, that's um, true. They look equally as gross. And they're 
attracted to sound. They're blind, but they're attracted to sound. So these people have to survive among them, basically, by only yeah, not being speaking. Quiet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. John Krasinski wrote and directed this movie with his wife, whatever her name. What's her name? Emily Blunt. This is his directorial debut, and I mean, it got high, high praise from movie reviewers. I am going to warn everyone and say I'm a major movie snob. I really don't like many movies I see, but I always like go into them with an open mind. Again, Lady Bird is the best movie I've seen in the last 10 years, so if that helps. Yeah, I went into this movie really opened to what was going to happen. I saw the 95% review. That was, like, exciting for me. I think John Krasinski's great, so I wanted, you know, I didn't know what he would be like as a director. And I think for the most part, he did a really good job directing, creating, and making this movie. The There's parts in this movie that I really believe were some of the best, like, you know, suspense, scare, like edge of your seat excitement. Um, and there's the one scene I'm talking about is when she's having the baby and she steps on the nail. Like that was pristine filmmaking. Like I was truly like terrified and really thought like this, this is as good as it's going to get. Like this movie's only going to get better. Then unfortunately it took a major right turn and I'm pretty disappointed at the end of the day. So Ellen, what did you think of the movie? What did you like? What did you not like? I thought it was incredible that the movie could draw such emotion from the audience with having virtually no words. Like, obviously, we are not in an era where people are always talking. Like, that's just the reality of movies in our generation. So I think that having a silent movie was actually kind of refreshing. And I appreciated the message it sent to the deaf community as well, the way that they were inclusive. The girl who was deaf in the movie was truly deaf in real life. The actress oh, that's is cool. actually deaf, and they like wanted her for the movie hmm. because of that. I like that. Um, and the whole cast, and I think the crew as well, learned sign language for her, which was really cool. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's cool. So I think on that regard, it was very well done. I do think there were elements of John Krasinski's acting that I, did, I couldn't quite take seriously. Oh, okay. But... I like the I like the overall progression of the movie and I like the ending. Were you expecting to see like a scene where there's like a stapler in jello or something? <laughs> I think it's hard to Just remove <laughs> I think it's hard to remove him from Jim. I think that I that's a part of it, but Yeah. That was a really good synopsis of the movie. I agree. I think they did really do a good job like thinking of things. Like there's a lot of elements that they had to like consider um and think about. Like you know, they couldn't wear socks or like they um, the lights like they changed the color red when there's an emergency or they just thought of like a lot of creative things, which I really appreciated and liked about the movie. How is not wearing socks creative? Couldn't they have worn socks in the movie? Yeah, I guess they could have. Well, maybe the socks is a bad example, but like they poured sand so you couldn't hear like the crunching of leaves like yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. about those things. I mean, and I really like the suspense that was created, you know, when she was knew she was pregnant and she was going to have a baby. Like, that was something they needed to face, which to me was like, okay, that's a really creative element. And I think the way they executed it and the way she, like, screamed when she was delivering the baby as the fireworks are happening, like, that was all so, so good. But then, again, I don't know. I have some thoughts. Jared, what did you think? 
I thought it was the worst meme I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, that's so extreme. But no, it really isn't. Here's why. The movie's called A Quiet Place. How the heck am I supposed to know it's going to be a silent film? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm that not kidding. Be your Me and my right. wife were so jazzed to go to this movie. Like we watched the preview, we were like, oh my gosh, like you like my wife loves these like scary thriller movies. I was like, you're gonna love this. Like I was like talking it up. Like the preview looks incredible. The preview was silent. <laughs> yeah. Why? What were you? Why were you thinking? There was <laughs> music in the background. Yeah, there was music the whole movie. I didn't put that together. <laughs> you're so dumb. That there would be no talking, and there would be. <laughs> People moving their arms. That's it. I was so frustrated. You are so dumb. Why is that five, the problem? Five minutes into the movie, me and Lisa were still intrigued. Like, okay, like they're in like the the store. Like they've got to be quiet because maybe like the monster is near them. Not like <laughs> we can't make a sound the rest of our lives quiet. So <laughs> I can't believe this is your problem with the movie. <laughs> no, this is for sure my problem. I did not sign up to go to see a silent film. I go to the you movies to see entertainment. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> so I go to this movie, like five, ten minutes, we're still like intrigued, and the kid dies. And I was shocked by that point. I was like, I don't I didn't know he was gonna die. And then like they're crying, but they're not crying because they can't make a noise. And then it's like fast forwards, they're living this yeah, life. Those are all really creative elements. Monsters are there, they can't do anything, they're quiet. The kids are in danger. John Krasinski finally tells his daughter he loves him. You're an idiot for not telling him that sooner. Okay, yeah, it was just this like most dramatic, dramatic <laughs> scenes. I was not invested at all, but I almost got choked up at that point. <laughs> I don't know. What is part wrong of with you? <laughs> then, <laughs> like not. the whole ending of like cocking the shotgun, they finally figured out what kills. I'm like, what? The lamest ending I've ever seen in a movie at all time. Are you kidding me? So dumb. Okay. So dumb. There was no plot to this movie. There, they, I didn't understand why there was monsters there. They never gave me that information. Well, how am I supposed to know how to defend myself when this happens in the future? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I hated this movie. I don't see why it's 95%. It should be 5%. I think everybody rated <laughs> it wrong. It should be 5%. Okay. Okay. Can I stop you? I don't <sighs> agree with your point for why you don't like it, that it's a silent film. That... That that's not a good reason to like it, but everything else I'm kind of. Why are you trying to tell me how to think? No, I just think like you should have known that. (laughs) Um. All right. So yeah, Jared, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of agree with you to some degree. Like, here's my major issues with the movie. I have a few. One, going back to like the dad part and why she doesn't love him. Like. That's a really, really lame movie to hang your hat on. Like, that was part of the major climax of the movie, that she found out that her dad loved him, which honestly makes zero sense to me. Like, remember the scene where he hands her that hearing aid thing that she created? he created for her? And she made it clear, you've done this a million times. It's never going to work. Hi, I do this a million times because I love you. You know, I just was like, that's really lame that that was part of the you know, part of the story. The other huge issue I had, and I still don't know why, like, why do they need to survive in the first place? Like, what is keeping them going? Why is there such an urgency to, like, stay alive? To me, it's like, it's kind of a hopeless future, you know? Like, I couldn't figure out what the point, like, if they're surviving just to survive as a family, to me, it's like, I just don't see the point. Where's the hope? There's really no hope. I for sure would have been that old guy on the tree just screaming. Yeah. 
they they the movie didn't give us any evidence that there's some type of like there's a solution or there's like a safe yeah, place for them to go. Right? They hinted at it a couple times. Like, do you remember the part where John Krasinski like there's like the flames and then they can see the flames of other people? Like yeah. that would have been a perfect opportunity to be like, let's go find those other people or like that's grandpa over there at one. I don't know, like something to basically keep us moving forward. Cause well, at I, this point I really, don't I think it was like future. an underwriting like tone of like, this is the, to say that there's still survivors out there. Sure. But like, yeah, it didn't have any sort of community. It was more like you're for yourself. Anything be- yeah. Beyond that. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think as in, I th- I think it wasn't completely dystopian in its story, but I think there were elements of that. And so I think in all dystopian stories, it feel as an audience, it feels so bad. Why would anyone want to live in that way? Mm-hmm. But I kind of I saw like when everyone's flames went up, I saw that as like camaraderie. I like, did too. I see, Definitely. I see you out there. But how do you like have community when you can't talk either? So it's like not like you're gonna invite them over for dinner. No. When the, you can't speak, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something I thought about. Like there wasn't. There was never a moment of like we have to get to this point to get to this point. Like it was mm-hmm. just kind of like we're gonna take every day as it is. I don't know. I wouldn't try it so hard at that point. It was more of a survive versus fight. Yeah. The enemy versus just sustaining. Mm-hmm. If that's what you. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? More of the story. I wish I could tell you what the story was actually about, but I can't because I didn't say anything. Okay. Okay. We we forgot to talk about one major part at the ending. John Krasinski shoots himself in the head. Or no, he doesn't shoot himself. <laughs> no. no, he screams at he the screams end and kills and he gets himself. Eaten. Yeah, to save his kids. Was that necessary? Do you, Ellen thinks it's necessary. Let's hear about it. I 100% think it was necessary because the Demogorgon was on the truck reaching for the kids in the truck. And he knew, one, I think the overarching theme that I got was he was protecting his kids at all costs. That came up a few times. Yeah. And he he took one for the team in the ultimate way. And it worked. And it led to his daughter's victory in physical survival as well as making an impact in her family's safety and survival in the end. Here's, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I think the part that I struggled with is the daughter already held so much guilt for her younger brother and watching him pass. Like to me as a dad, knowing that, why would I put my daughter through that again? Like there's mm-hmm. gotta be a better way to do that. Cause now that's two people she's had to watch basically get destroyed by these things that two of the five people she loves more than anyone or four people, I guess like that was just, that was a lot to me. And second, sh- he didn't need to do that stupid speech to her. Like, I love you. I love you. Like at that point, it's pretty clear he loves her. You know, that's just a nitpicky thing because I'm a snob, dude. It's all part of the story, man. Yeah. <laughs> here's my <laughs> final. Here's my I've final thought. <laughs> I I really I really I'm glad I saw this movie. There were parts that showed me that John Krasinski. I think he's going to be a really good director if he keeps pumping these things out. Which I did here. There's going to be a sequel, so oh, it's already wow. got green lit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, overall, I think it was a really good C, C minus effort. I think there's enough there to, you know, I would watch what he makes next probably, but at the end of the day, there's too many holes for me. So it's a, I would give it a three chomps. So yeah. What do you think, Ellen? 
I I would give it more of a B plus rating. I'm unsure of the chomp scale <laughs> and too, how it actually. converts. <laughs> but I would give it a B plus. I do think there were a few things. Like I struggled with the scene where he went into the bathroom to find his wife and she's in the shower. Yeah. She slaps her <laughs> bloody hand up on the wall and you're like, what? That, was that kinda, to me was, was the most a throwaway moment. Scene. And the corn the corn silo. I like I felt oh, like yeah. when the kids were in there, I was kinda like, Okay, that was a bit much. Yeah. Like it was constant survival scene after. Okay, survival what about the scene. nail? Why did they keep alluding to this nail and then it never gets brought up again? Like that's so weird. I was trying to read on that. When and she it steps was, on the nail. And then you think everyone else who steps down the stairs is gonna get yeah. the nail too. It was simply there to create like suspense. That's what I read. And that there was nothing you could have there was nothing they could have done with the nail. Yeah. I, my question is, how did it get there? But they couldn't have hammered it down because it would be too loud. They couldn't have ripped it out. It would have been too loud. That's true. So there, but my question still remains, how did it get there? Yeah, they should have just yeah. ignored it the rest of the movie or have someone else step on it. Like, yeah. that was so weird. I want to know why they didn't go to the waterfall more often and just kind of yell, you know, <laughs> just kind of have a fun, good old time and chat a little bit. That part was so annoying. Bring a little too. bit more excitement. <laughs> yeah, how lame was that? <laughs> <laughs> You're safe, I promise. <laughs> why was the boy such a sissy? Gosh. I didn't get that. So Anyways, funny. I'm see, this is my problem. I, I read into too much stuff. Go ahead and watch Lady Bird because that movie literally has zero flaws. So check that one out. Um, okay. So I don't know. Movie reviews was fun. We could maybe try that again in the future. Hold on. I haven't given mine yet. Oh, no one cares. <laughs> yeah. What is it, buddy? <laughs> F. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you like the movie review, if you don't, if you agree, disagree with what we're talking about, shoot us an email. Please. For the love, shoot us an email. If you want to hear us do more movie reviews, let us know. I apologize for how long this episode is, but this is, you know, this is frankly episode 10, so <laughs> cut us a little slack. All right, so Leave we... the birthday wish. <laughs> we are going to take Monday off, so this episode, this next week's episode will come up Tuesday, Wednesday. So, just so you guys know. Um, all right. Thank you all so much for listening, and thank you for 10 great weeks of fun. <laughs> <laughs>